and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Psalm 119 verse 30 says, The unfolding of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. That word unfolding there is simply this. As we are taught God's word, light comes. Light is we gain understanding for living a God-honoring life. And isn't that the goal of every Christ follower? To live a life that honors Almighty God? This Bible Blitz series that we've been in is, is meant to spur all of us on to doing just that, reading the Bible, studying the Bible, listening to teachers, godly, trustworthy teachers that can help us to understand the Bible so that the light can shine into our hearts and in our minds. Uh, The scriptures can be unfolded for us so that we can honor them and obey them and thus live a God-honoring life. Well, we come today to the book of the Revelation. We have so far studied in this podcast series five other New Testament books. We look at the book of Matthew, which is one of the four Gospels written by Matthew. We looked at the book of Acts, which is a history book written by Dr. Luke. We looked at the book of Romans, written by the Apostle Paul, a great doctrinal book, one of the letters, epistles of Paul. Then we looked at the book of James, and it was written by James, the half-brother of Jesus, and it has been called the Proverbs of the New Testament. It is a book telling us on a practical level how to live a godly life. Then We looked at the book of Jude, the very small book of Jude, written again by a half-brother of Jesus. And Jude wrote that book to address apostasy, the turning away from the truth of, of God's Word. Now, we look at the book of Revelation. It is the last book in the Bible. And it is a fitting complement to the very first book in the Bible, Genesis. And here's why I say that. In the book of Genesis, we see the beginning of a relationship between God and man. As God created Adam and Eve, and he walked in the Garden of Eden with them, had them in a perfect place, and and yet... In the midst of that perfect environment with that beautiful relationship with God, Adam and Eve sinned. And so we see the beginning of sin and and consequently the end of a relationship with Almighty God. And we see Edom, Eden being removed. Uh, they, they were kicked out of the Garden of Eden and not allowed back in in Genesis and out into a world that was cursed, cursed by sin and all of its consequences. And from Genesis to Revelation, the theme of the Word of God is God in His mercy and in His grace redeeming fallen mankind, giving an opportunity for uh, those who would believe to be to be saved, to be restored into relationship with Almighty God. So in the book of the Revelation, we see 
the permanence of that relationship. You see, uh, in Genesis, there's the beginning of the relationship, but it ends through sin, and it's redeemed through Jesus Christ. And now, in Revelation, we see the permanence of that relationship into eternity. We see the end of sin in Revelation, whereas it was the beginning in Genesis. We see Eden restored in, in the book of the Revelation, whereas Eden was removed from from uh, human uh, occupation in Genesis. And so Revelation is definitely uh, a great and fitting complement to the very first book of the Bible. The book of the Revelation was written by John, the beloved apostle. And he is at this point the last living apostle. He uh, wrote this book somewhere in the mid-90s. Uh, some say somewhere between 94 A.D. and 96 A.D. Uh, during the reign of the emperor Domitian. And John had been exiled to the island of Patmos. Patmos was a small, rocky island, and it was used to um, to to keep prisoners there on that barren island and and John was there he was a prisoner of the Lord Jesus Christ he was there for his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ um, uh, we are told that um, that John survived being boiled in hot oil he survived that and and here he is he himself is an old man now an older man possibly in his 90s and and here he is again the last surviving apostle and uh and and on this island of patmos he gets a series of seven different visions that he is told to write down and the writing of those visions those seven visions becomes the book of the revelation and he is writing this book uh, and and preparing it to be sent by God's command to be sent to seven churches in what is now uh, um, Turkey. It was in Asia Minor. Seven churches, literal churches that um, were were there in Asia Minor. You see, persecution was was beginning already. It appears that at least one pastor had been martyred uh, from from the the uh, book of the revelation we see that and then uh, of course john has been incarcerated here on this island so persecution was beginning but it was about to be much worse and so god was preparing the church there and 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 he had john write this book to prepare the church but also He is writing this book because there are issues that are beginning to develop inside some of these seven churches, most of these seven churches. Uh, You know, it's been a while since the day of Pentecost. It's been many years since the day of Pentecost, and and these churches are are starting to slip. They're starting to slide in different ways. And so the book of the Revelation is written to address those specific things. There, There are some things that you really need to know about. 
about the book of the Revelation. And, and I would just like to, to give a few because obviously I'm not even going to scratch the surface to, in this podcast uh, uh, about all of the content of the book of the Revelation. But I want you to know a few things. Here's the thing that I want you to remember. If you don't remember anything else that I say, I want you to remember this. The book of the Revelation is first and foremost a revelation of the exalted Jesus Christ. Listen to Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. It says this, The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his bondservants the things which must soon take place, and he sent and communicated it by his angel to his bondservant, John. So, uh, this is the revelation of Jesus Christ. That word revelation in the original language in which it was written, which is uh, Koine Greek, is, uh, is apocalypsis. And, and that word literally means an unveiling, a revealing of. This is the unveiling, the revealing of Jesus Christ. Now, it, later in chapter 1, what we have is John's very first vision. And uh, I'm just going to just highlight the vision. I'm not going to go through all of it, but he said, then I turned to see the voice that was speaking with me. This is in chapter 1, verse 12. And having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. In the midst of the lampstands, I saw one like a son of man, clothed in a robe, reaching to the feet, and girded across his chest with a golden sash. His head and his hair were white, white like wool, like snow. And his eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet were like burnished bronze when it had been made to glow in a furnace. His voice was like the sound of many waters. In his right hand he held a sharp two-edged sword. And his face was like the sun shining in its strength. And John says this, When I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead man. You see, this was John's first vision. He saw a revelation of the exalted Christ. Everything that I just read, and I don't have time to explain what all of that means, but I can summarize it by saying this is Jesus Christ, exalted, glorified Jesus Christ before John. And when he saw him, he fell as a dead man at Jesus' feet. And you got to remember, this is the same John that was leaning on his breast at the last at the at the Lord's Supper. Uh, the, the last night of Jesus' uh, life before he died on the cross and, and then uh, rose again on the third day. Uh, so John was the beloved disciple that was leaning on Jesus' breast. But now he is falling before the exalted Christ, the, his glory fully unveiled before John as a dead man. And, and so this entire book is meant to reveal Jesus Christ and to reveal the message of Jesus Christ to, to his church. And not only to those seven literal churches there in in Asia Minor, but those seven represent also all the church, capital C of Jesus Christ, and every every local church that ever exists. Uh, this book is a message to those to those churches, uh, without a doubt. And so, it is a message that definitely gives hope. Now, let me just say this very quickly: there are different approaches to to interpreting the book of the Revelation. Um, there is 
disagreement among good, godly men and women as to how to interpret the book of the Revelation. Uh, many of you are familiar with probably the most familiar approach, and that's the one that would be called the futurist approach. And and basically what it means is, is that the events of chapters 6 through 22 are yet future. And 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 uh, there are many many people that believe that there are three other um, uh, ways that people approach it: the preterist approach, preterist, which interprets Revelation as a description of first century events. Then there is the historist approach, which says that it's a panoramic view of all of church history. And and then there is the idealist approach, which says that it's just a timeless de- depiction of co- of the cosmos cosmic struggle between the forces of good and evil. Now, I'm not going to tell you which approach that I take, but I just want you to know this. Although good men and women disagree on on the approach, on, on the interpretation of the revelation, all of them agree, all godly men and women agree that it is God's word and that it is a book that offers hope. And we need hope. We need hope. We need to know the, the consummation of the ages. We need to know that in the end, uh, God rules and reigns. And, and that's exactly what we see is we see Jesus Christ, the exalted Christ who came to this earth and lived a human life while being fully God and died for us and then rose and ascended back to heaven. As we see the unveiling of the exalted Christ here, he is giving us hope for the future. I hope that you'll take some time not to shy away from the book of the Revelation, but to begin finding a way to reading it and studying it and let it be a part of your life. Well, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.